Welcome to the A Show. It's the already abated show for August 11th, 2021. How's it going, everybody? How's it going? Oh my god, 33 is rough. So I, I completely forgot already. You know, two weeks in, into halfway through the 30s, I think. It's uh, it's already rough. Not only am I getting fatter, you know, I don't know. I'm going to be on a, dia- a dialysis machine soon. I can't speak anymore. I don't remember things. I'm recording this very late or early morning Tuesday because <laughs> because I forgot that there was a concert that's happening. Uh, I forgot the tour name. Uh, between the call, the, the call out boy, fall out boy, Green Day and the Weezer that we have to go Tuesday night, which means I won't have time to record this thing. Uh, although I do have time over the during the day, I don't think I have uh, quiet time to do this. So, so. The conclusion I've come to is I gotta stay up and do this, and I have an 8 a.m. appointment Tuesday morning to fix my damn car because of the recall thanks to Takata. I guess I can kind of openly talk about the car stuff now uh, that I'm I'm in a tweener period. Uh, yeah, that's right. A li- bit of a life update before we go into the main topic today, which is uh, uh I'm between jobs right now. <laughs> oh God damn it, the AC's on. Uh, but basically, yes, this w- one week, I am going to be between two jobs. Uh, and again, my golden rule, golden not serious rule of this podcast is never talk about the work itself. But given that I'm in between now, so I, it's not really in between. So uh, that happened. So this is uh, really the second day that I'm second working day that I'm off. But uh, I haven't really it hasn't hit me yet. So. It will probably not hit me for a while. And, you know, last time I did this four years ago, which was 2017, I called it the bumming days. You know, I was bumming around doing nothing, waiting across the move across the country. And then the thing is, even between the bumming period, I, I was in Hawaii. Go listen to those early parts of this show uh, when I was in Oahu and Maui for about 10 days. So I, 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 took the, I took the set over there and quietly recorded in a hotel by the Waikiki Beach. So I did that. But, um, you know, I don't have a grand travel plan. I'm just coming off of this like, huge high of like working long and hard. So uh, and then I got a lot of errands to run, including fixing the damn car that is not General Motors. Uh, and then, uh, you know, it has an old, long, you know, elongating fucking Takata airbag recall thing that I'm finally getting around to fix because the recall parts were not coming early. So anyways, that is that. Along with attending a concert. So BK, you're doing a lot of things while you're between the jobs. Well, I think I'm kind of winding down a bit while trying to do things in between. Like setting up the whole new office area because the... Uh, you know, I had to clear the old computer docs and all that stuff. And my cable management, it's already not great. And then I had to, you know, still kind of clean up here and there, tidy up a bit. And then I was watching a bunch of YouTube videos over the last year. How, you know, my minimalist desk setup, my minimalist MacBook setup. I I, I got sick of this shit. It's kind of like reading the van life thing. It's like, it's an awful vanity project. You know, trying to flex their muscle of sorts. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. I don't. I don't need. I don't need a fucking expensive shit. I just need functional things that will last me for years. And then I, I realized that the, my mouse, the Logitech MS, MX Master, not one, not two S, not two, not three. The original MX Master. Apparently, I got in like 
2016, you know, the wheel, middle wheel, I, I got that even used. I didn't buy it brand new. So I bought it on eBay secondhand for like 50 bucks. I looked up the bill, you know, a couple days ago. And I said, the, the scroll wheel rubber was coming off. And I was like, God, I was, I'm not even a huge gamer. And then that happened. And then I, I kind of fixed the wheel and then gave that one to Colleen. And then I decided to buy the new one, MX Master 3. I think five years is pretty fucking good for a wireless mouse. So there's that. And then um, got rid of the few things. And then I went to a thrift store. That's like the thing you do. You know, you go to a Salvation Army, although they're homophobe or whatever. And then a Goodwill or any other your community thrift shop. And then the more and more I realize, you know, secondhand stores. We got a lot of shit that's a waste. And then the UN study just comes out about the climate change. It's like some of the things are irreversible with the rising temperature and everything. Pumping out greenhouse gas. Pumping out all that plastic that we get off of the petroleum. Which means that it's pumping out more fucking greenhouse gas. And it's going to kill us ever slowly. Maybe we should go more north and north. You know. Move to that in between like Brenda, Manitoba. Then it's warmer so it's livable. I don't fucking know. Uh, but anyways. I, it's just... You know, I, more and more I realize that, like, buying shit, especially plastic-based things, is, like, utterly useless. And even, like, all these people showing off their fucking workstation desk, I start getting frustrated. It's like, dude, why don't you make your own shit or use things secondhand try to do it? Like, I don't need to buy a webcam. I got so many fucking phones, especially from the first job. So I found an alternative to have a webcam, you know, off of my smartphone. I got a selfie stick for, like, $3.00. The Salvation Army, it wasn't even open. And then I'm using a little, I don't have a tripod. So what I do is I hoard all these fucking bottles and containers. I took a little Heinz ketchup plastic bottle, cleaned it out. And then I had a spare cat litter lying around, load it up, add some weight, and then stick the fucking uh, selfie stick in it. Then wrap it up with a tape. And then I just like lean it against the monitor. Hopefully it doesn't fall over. But so far, it looks like it's doing its job. And it's a better camera too than a $300 webcam you get for 4K whatever with a mic. I got a nice Yeti mic. I got this secondhand, $80. And then it's the best investment I have made. You know, this thing has been lasting me for more than five years. It is as old as a Logitech Master MX. But I'm just like, I'm not rubbing my hand all over this like ASMR, that shit, you know. So, it's, it's been pretty good. So, and then you just buy a software for like 99 cents or $5. And then have your smartphone be an utterly best webcam possible. You got a selfie stick around. You don't selfie stick around anymore. You throw that shit out in the ocean. And anyway, it's just like we pumped out all that greenhouse gas for no fucking reason. It's like, and then I f- try to find the vertical laptop stand. And I find this thing for like a $1.99 at a Salvation Army to, you know... I think it's like a paper holder. Granted, it doesn't have a lot of weight, you know, kind of like the ketchup puddle <laughs> loading up with a cat litter. Um, unused, unused, not the used cat litter. Jesus Christ. Um, so I, I bought it and then I had some compromising solution as to how I can lean up the new laptop or my existing laptop that are probably under four pounds on this thing. Cause like width is going to cover it, but it tips over and then falls over. So I added a you know a bunch of packing materials like the styrofoam i just cut it up and then i lean against it and then just lock it in i just need to hold it in place i don't need this thing to be mechanically fucking you know sound with all the plastic and metal that's like you know precious these days and then i look up on a vertical laptop stand that's like fucking 30 dollars for a piece of plastic 
You know, they had a little bit of alloy metal. And I'm like, what the fuck do I need to buy this shit? You know? You know what I did in my other second office area I set up? I had the old Ikea wooden cutting board, so I saw that thing off. You know, screw it on, nail it on. And then I wrapped around the paper. Like, if you make... Paper is a very... Like, a lot of, like, spare paper, too. Like... I use one sided already, so I was like, alright, instead of throwing these out, I'm just gonna like wrap them like really rough so it adds a density to it, right? So I roll it up, roll a paper, fucking thick as whatever, tape it, glue it, whatever, and then I just make it a pole. And then I said, this is gonna be my laptop stand that it's mechanically sound enough that like, alright, it's gonna hold up you know, four to seven pounds. Because I put my workstation, you know, up on this thing too. And then it holds up pretty well. And then it doesn't tip over because it's a wooden fucking cutting board. What am I going to do with a wooden cutting board? And it's a wood cutting board that's like fucking cracking and shit because I didn't know how to maintain it. So I reuse and then I try to do these things. I think that's more environmentally conscious. conscious. And then like all these YouTube people are pissing me off. It's like the van life people. Why don't you reuse and redo the things? Like, you, you like buying old-ass fucking van, but yet, like, you're not going to reuse some of the material that you do. And then, I don't know, maybe I become a hippie. Maybe I just lost the utter materialistic will. So I'm just, like, you know, diving, dumpster diving, thrift store shopping to, you know, make my makeshift office. And then even some of the office materials, like, it's all packing materials. Like, this is a little, little audio box that I made. It's like, it's all from packing styrofoam. And then I had a spare box that I just had it lying around. So I just, like, taped this together. Is it the best audio box possible? Fuck no! But it's better than nothing. So, God, there, there's my 10 minutes rant about recycling, reusing, thrifting secondhand. Hey, man, gotta save the environment, man. So... There's that. All right. So that that ate up a lot of time. So what I mainly wanted to talk about is with the pandemic, you know, Delta variant, you know, picking up, you know, but yet the activities of everyday activities are, you know, the old normal is becoming the new normal, which means it's going to be the normal again. Uh, going to the movie theaters, going to a bar, going to a club, going to sporting events is happening. And I talked about how, oh, my God, I'm ready to go back to a baseball game or something. And then I was seeing a live hockey for the first time a week ago, I think. Two weeks ago. Uh, I want to talk to you about the movies. Now, complete confession. I talked about this two weeks ago or last week. I've been back in the movie theater twice within a one-week period. And I've caught up <laughs> to all these summer blockbusters uh, that this year it has uh, come out. So I'm going to rank them. This is going to be spoilerful. You're an adult. These movies have come out for a while. So if you... If you're going to be, fuck you, fuck you in your spoilers, man. Like, fuck you. Like, fuck your years. Fuck your immaturity. Fuck you. Fuck you. So, <laughs> here are my, ta- the, the four movies that came out this summer after the pent-up demand or delay from 2020 are uh, Snake Eyes, Black Widow, Fast 9, and The Suicide Squad. So, two of these movies I saw at her home. Two of these movies I saw in the theaters. Uh, I have a HBO Max. And I didn't pay for Disney Premier Access. I just found a really good version of the Black Widow. So I spent money on Snake Eyes, which I talked about, and then also Fast 9. So I saw both of them in the movie theaters, and it wasn't that expensive either. Like, you know, like they're on a discount right now, and also nobody's there. Snake Eyes, there are only 10 people. I think that was the first movie that I saw the first weekend that it came out. 
and there were only 10 people spread out enough. I still wore a mask, so it was good. Uh, and then the Fast 9, you know, I went like second, third week after it came out. So I was the only one in the theater. <laughs> it was the best birthday ever. <laughs> and then it was only 680 because it was a weekday and then after in the afternoon. So I was just like, I'm by myself watching the whole movie by myself. So Black Widow, I just found it. And then I, I have an HBO Max. So I'm like, I don't need to go see John Cena and Idris Elba. And a fucking movie theater in the first weekend. Although I heard it flop for some reason. You know, with respect to whatever. So, um, my ranking of the four of these summer blockbuster movies so far are... Black Widow number one. Snake Eyes number two. Uh, Suicide Squad number three. And Fast Nine number four. From my favorite to the least. So, what, what, what the fuck, BK? Like, how, how could you say that? How could you say that? And then uh, I'm going to explain you my reason. Um, Snake Eyes I talked about a couple weeks ago or last week. But um, main thing, Black Widow is the best one because it has the most amount of cred. And it actually, I, I the expectation wasn't so high, at least for me. I know there are some people that's like, it's a feminist movie. Like, uh, yeah, 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 whatever. But I, I really go without, I go in without any gender blindness you know to be honest and because you know who the scarlet witch is you know what happens because the movie takes uh, place between civil war and then the infinity uh infinity war so it's between those two i knew that so you knew scarlet witch wasn't gonna die but you're curious to find out what the backstory might be and you know who are the villains who are taking advantage of these uh in-between times like the in-between time that i'm in right now um, so I felt that it was the most polished and well-rounded out of the four summer flicks that came out. Uh, that said, I think the villain, the Taskmaster, Taskmaster was awfully lacking. And then the villains and then just overbearing of, uh, um, some of the, you already, you already know the results to this was just like, meh, not enjoyable. Is it one of the best Marvel movies? Hell no. And then, uh, was it... Did I think it did Scarlet Witch to Justice a uh, little bit? But then, you know, going from Joss Whedon to whoever, Scarlet Witch, Black Widow, it's Scarlet Witch? Did I get that right? Yeah, Black Widow. Scarlet Witch? Why am I keep calling it Scarlet Witch? I fucked that up the last two minutes. Scarlet Johansson and Black Widow. Scarlet Witch is fucking, you know, Elizabeth Olsen. Look at me. It's like me calling Kyle Lauer Kyrie for some fucking reason. So uh, there, there's my verbal diarrhea right there uh but basically so scarlett johansson did as best as she could and then i did enjoy it but i think because of the bastardization the dilution of the romantic romantic relationship black widow has gone through and all that i think it's i think it's all right like at best 6.5 out of 10 on number two movie snake eyes i i i enjoyed it i didn't think the action scenes were the best and I think the ending was very abrupt. But I wanted to see what the Snake Eyes 2 looks like. And then this reboot of the G.I. Joe franchise. Um, because of that, I enjoyed it. And then I thought the money was well spent. I was a little disappointed how some of the characters turned out. Or it just abruptly ended. But I just go, well, I, they're just rushing through. And not all the action scenes were the best with the camera cuts and everything. But I didn't hate, hate it. So... There was that. Uh, number three is the Suicide Squad, the movie that just came out. Uh, 
I was looking forward to the most for this movie, given how sideways the first Suicide Squad went. So the difference again is the first movie in 2016 was Suicide Squad. This is the Suicide Squad <laughs> with James Gunn. Uh, I was a little disappointed, I think, by the end of it because I, I think the movie started very strong. Like the first 10-15 minutes, it's like the Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> but, you know, with a lot of jokes and characters and everyone showing up. I think it could not sustain that momentum and the energy and the anticipation by the end of it. I felt like it was a rated R version that James Gunn did for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, the first one. Sylvester Stallone, the King Shark, is basically Groot. Uh, and then Idris Elba is trying to play a role of, I don't know, you know, kind of replacing Will Smith's uh, role of the Deadshot. And John Cena felt more like, you know, the dorky, goofy, you know, uh, version of Chris Pratt and then the, of the Peacemaker. And then Peacemaker is going to get his own series. So... And then seeing how some of the older characters died, like Boomerang and like the Captain Rick Flag, uh, I was a little disappointed, but then I understood the story had to go on. Harley Quinn never dies. And then the you can say whatever about the, what was it, the Black Canary last year? I thought that was an okay movie at best also um, with the black mask showing up. I just... I. I Harley Quinn character by Margot Robbie is uh, unique as it could be. The really thick New York accent throws me off. I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm not the only one complaining about this, but I, I thought it was a little bit of an overkill. And then uh, it just felt like the Guardians of the Galaxy. And then uh, and then who's the Batista's version of the Harley Quinn is basically Gamora. Uh, John Cena, Peacemaker, is basically Chris Pratt. And then the sensible Idris Elba is basically the raccoon. And then uh, Dave Bautista's character, who is that version of it in here? Is that the little girl, the rat teller? No, the rat teller felt more like uh, Mantis. Now I think about it, you know? So I, there, there, there are a lot of similarities. It felt like when Joss Whedon tried to do Justice League, you know? If, and then I, I just, I think I, I lost my attention to it after about halfway through was it better than the first Suicide Squad? Absolutely. Because the first Suicide Squad was an utter disappointment. Because this is this the Suicide Squad is what I think the first Suicide Squad should have been. Uh, but I as a sequel following up, it just it felt like, okay, are you the same movie or not? Because only continuation that I felt was Amanda Waller. Uh Rick Flag and Harley Quinn and Jai Courtney showing up a little bit. The rest of it was like completely different, but not really from the first one. It felt like a reintroduction, which was very annoying because I felt like I was getting my intelligence insulted a little bit. And then some of the jokes and comedy and gore, I think it was to get, it was for sake of just doing it. So I didn't. I think the Guardian had the article come out as like, or the Daily Mail is like, is this like, is a superhero movie rated R ones that are kind of reaching that point of like the spaghetti western, the western of sorts? Um, 
I I kind of felt that a little bit, but then again, how many rated R you know superhero movies, comic book adaptation movies come out? Because none of these four blockbusters, other than Suicide, other than these Suicide Squad, was rated R. Um, so because of that, you know, while well polished and you know better than the first, I didn't enjoy it like I did with the Saint guys. And then the very last one is Fast Nine because I I, I did I did I enjoy it like less than suicide squad or something um it wasn't that either uh it was just like there i just said it's six dollars i need to kill a couple hours so i'll watch it but you know some people are complaining about the you know they'll go so like against the physics i don't care that's the business of the fast and furious and they actually went to space i'm impressed and then the dominic just like never loses and then like never gets hurt i think rock not being their hops absolutely hurt this movie and kang some kang's character coming back i just uh i didn't feel it because they already spoiled it in the trailer and second of all i bring han back that thing i just go what was a point of him coming back I, I, I didn't see a significance of him just, like, coming back. I'll be honest. Bring back Wonder Woman, too, while at it, then. Fuck. She's going to be expensive. But, <laughs> but I'm just, like, you know, I, I didn't feel like a lot of the parts of the movie made sense or not make sense. At least I need to enjoy it. I did not enjoy it. Were there any new cars that I say I saw it and go, wow, that's fucking awesome? Or any new mode of transportation? No, not really. And then, was there a villain? New villain that I saw? I go like, wow, that was impressive. Charlize Theron, as cool as she could be, I don't I don't think they built her up right, even from the Fate of the Furious. You know, I think they just, like, kill the doms, like, the baby mama, just as a shock factor. But I just go, was it really long-lasting? I don't fucking know. Why did Han come back? For what reason? I don't know. And then they tease at the post credit scene with like, oh, Jason Staten. And John Cena's the brother who's also a mercenary. And then I go, where the fuck were you the last 20 years doing the mercenary job? And then you just show up. I didn't feel that John Cena gave that presence that Rock gave yet. So unfortunately, as much as I like John Cena as a human being and a professional wrestler, um, and then he's a very quirky character who has a very you know good potential you know following the footsteps of uh, the rock and the batista i did not see his character really living up to it and then it sucks that he said what he said about taiwan being a country and all that <laughs> knocking down his status a bit so you know i i i just like it doesn't it just didn't hit with me at all this movie to a point where I didn't give a shit that it didn't matter whether the physics or not. I just said, eh, you know. So, and then I think, I think it, you know, Dom needs to get hit a little. Dom needs to bleed a little, you know, family and all that shit. And then, like, Tyrese Gibson had sort of the break the fourth wall moment of a speech about maybe we, this is it, maybe this is it, you know. There's a lot of weird amount of self-awareness happening within the movie. And then I said, okay. But if you're that self-aware, then pay it off, you know? Tyrese and Ludacris didn't die in space. But Dom never gets damaged. And then I'm like, 
Well, at least that's why I guess uh, Vin Diesel and then The Rock didn't get along. It was like, yo, we got to keep two characters strong here. And then, you know, Hobbs is doing his own thing. But I go like, you know what? To be honest, objectively, like this franchise wouldn't have made a significant comeback without The Rock and the Fast Five. And rest of it up to, you know, Fast Seven and some parts of Fate Eight, Fate of the Furious. I, I don't care for the physics. I don't care for the logic and everything. You know, reality of it. As long as it's enjoyable. And with Rock just going away and trying to shoot in John Cena as a brother. And then just bringing back like Han. It made absolutely no sense to me. I didn't feel the payoff. I didn't feel the levelness that should be there. And just bringing big name actors... And actresses is not gonna fly. And then they they were doing a really trying hard. Charlize is the next big villain. And then oh, you know Helen Mirren showed up. Jason Statham is still kind of gonna be around. But I just go. I just didn't feel it. I I I just didn't. And then the yeah. So because of that, that's number number four. So there's my summary of it. I didn't care for the logic or any of it. You know, I'm not I'm not like I'm 20-year-old 20, 20 or 19, you know, getting IMDb Rotten Tomatoes like snobby at this point. I just want to go enjoy. And then it's really at a point of enjoyment level and then the suspension of disbelief. Suspension of disbelief, suspension of uh, believability, I guess. You know, I just go to a movie theater and then uh, just sit and watch. And then, you know what? I... I Beginning of this pandemic, I said, I don't need to go to a fucking movie theater. But I think as as empty as a theater is, it's it was fucking awesome. <laughs> I was by myself or distance from people. You know, you're not like clogged up together. It, the amount of freedom that I felt with a little bit of space in between, I enjoy the movie theater that way, I'll say. I, didn't, I don't like hearing crowd. I, I don't... You know, like it. I don't understand people clapping at the end of the movie. I think that I talked about this for the Avengers Endgame. And then I said, why are you fucking clapping? The, the fucking Russo brothers ain't gonna pop out and then fucking, you know, thank you and bow down and shit. If it's some, like, private screening with them at a fucking Sundance or something, sure, I'll clap and cheer. But if it's not, I, it makes no sense. I'll just watch the movie. And then, like, I just go, shut up. So I, yet at the same time, I enjoy that dark, danky room with a big ass fucking screen, you know, 70 millimeter, 70 millimeter, you know, projection or something. If there's one for like the, another Quentin Tarantino movie comes out, I'd be fine. But I, I missed the experience half and half. I think I enjoyed the freedom and just sort of that, you know that autonomy that I felt watching the movie. So, and then I just go, did I enjoy it? I think I like that amount of personal space and going back to it. So it's like a, I guess that's sort of a new normal that I expect, but maybe I'm spoiled because I can afford that time and then the freedom and luxury. So there's that. Uh, what do you think? I, I had to kill way too much time in the beginning with the, you know, thrifting and everything. So thanks for listening. Uh, Q&A is coming up. Shit, I did not get to talk about my second favorite athlete. But I will probably have an off-sode or the next episode dedicated to it. Because that was supposed to be my weekly segment. Uh, anyways, thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe on the Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, whatever pod thing you use. Tune in Radio Stitcher, uh, Pocket Cast, 
SoundCloud, Spotify. Uh, email me at a-o-at-outlook.com, a-o-at-outlook.com, and then uh, we'll check back next week. Peace out.